0: Welcome to The Real, the podcast where we talk about the entertainment that we consume and what we really think about it. I am one of your hosts, Michael, even though I probably don't sound like it, and that's because I've been uh, throwing up for like the last three days. Uh, and this week I am joined by my co-host and friend and the man I'm going to say, Jesse, you're my only hope. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. <laughs> um, so yeah, this week we're going to talk about uh, something we've been We were meaning to get on the the podcast earlier, and then just so many things were coming out and timelines didn't line up. So, well, we're doing that now. Um, But we're going to be talking about uh, the show that came out on Disney Plus, in addition to the Star Wars, uh, Disney, uh, LucasArts, uh, Monstrosity. You can already tell my opinions of the show. Um, That is uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi.
1: Yeah. Can i start by saying that i hate that they used his full name for the title yes and that that's bothered me since they announced it and i regardless of my opinion on the show it's just dumb and lazy
0: uh which what 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 would you have gone with dude you could literally
1: just call this fucking thing kenobi and you at least took like a slightly less obvious approach, and it's not as much of a mouthful for a TV show name.
0: Uh, Very fair. I also thought that... I thought it was... Yeah, I did think it was kind of weird that they did the Obi-Wan. I mean, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, they, I felt they could have just done the... um, either gone with uh, Kenobi or Obi-Wan. Like, they could have just made... Like, that was... it could have been... Yeah, it's pretty simplistic, but it is interesting that they were like, hey, we're going to do this thing. And I'm like, oh,
1: why? Yeah, I, I that was probably not a, a great sign right from the outset. Um,
0: I appreciate it, Jesse. And I wholeheartedly agree with you. Yeah, it doesn't make sense.
1: <laughs> I also, before we get started on non spoiler thoughts, which is how we usually, kick these kinds of episodes off. I just wanted to be candid with you from you know, you're not 100% Michael. I think you might uh, afford me uh, a slight monologue here. But um, <laughs> only I only in this
0: occasion, Jesse. Only in this occasion.
1: That's okay. Well, rude first of all. But second, okay. Um, I would say i have not been particularly looking forward to discussing this episode or this show uh and doing this episode um not really anything to do how i feel about the show itself one way or the other but more so i really have not liked the direction discourse for star wars has gone in the past like 10 years a fairly toxic fan base, but I feel like that's only been amplified times a hundred by all the, the keyboard warriors out there. And I think it's not really fun to like get involved in a discourse around star Wars anymore because people tend to make those who disagree with them feel shitty about themselves just for having a different opinion and like belittling their fandom of star Wars based on what they do and don't like, or which movies or shows that they love and which ones they don't. And it's really weird, man. I, and I just, I don't even like going online to like read comments, like, like online or on YouTube or, you know, any other social media or whatever, because even those are just so toxic to read. And it's just for something that should just be entertainment and that it's really toxic and negative turn, you know, in recent years. And I think that's, it just kind of uh, quashes, you know, your enthusiasm to talk about something you enjoy. And that's, that's not right.
0: I mean, that's fair. Um, I do think it's, something is to be said the whole idea that uh and we've talked about it before it's star wars it's like pizza yes yeah. you know it's when it's even it's when it, even when it's bad it's still pizza but it just um i just i'm in the same way it feels kind of like this is starting to get to the point where it does really feel like a like soulless grab, and they're just trying to find things to stick to the wall,
1: uh-huh.
0: and, and they're not caring about what's come before it or honoring any of the other things. And I, I know they have people in place that do really care about Star Wars and like have spent time with it, but I just feel like there's like a lot of bad animosity. Uh, around kind of all of their process with getting rid of the extended universe stuff Um, and uh, those people that really enjoyed that stuff feeling like they have a a serious betrayal of what they saw as these uh, really great characters. I think a good example I have is our friend uh, Tidwell, who's been on the show before. Um, has specifically talked about uh, specifically talked to me about how he doesn't believe that like the Luke we have um, that's come through in the the, the the most recent trilogy would ever be that kind of guy. and he's huh. mad at them for making him like that. And I and part of me goes, well, I never read the extended stuff, so I don't know how Luke was. I only read some of the Dark Horse comics and that's even different than the extended stuff. But the fandom gets real bad, real toxic, real quick around anything new. And it just sucks because I feel bad for essentially participating in this topic because I didn't like what they were doing with this cinematography wise, story wise was kind of all over the place. And I feel bad because I feel like I'm participating in the bad toxic behavior and I hate that because it does feel like i'm just being like oh this movie is, this movie sucked <laughs> and i hated it because girl power something like something real dumb like that yeah so i don't know it's just frustrating because i don't want to feel like i'm participating but also it feels like i am so i don't know that was
1: know. those are my thoughts <laughs> well and that's the other side to that cuz you should never feel that way about just keeping things real and explaining why you didn't like something based off of, you know, legitimate reasoning. Um, But that's, that's how it is. Like you kind of get lumped in with this very vocal group over here that very much is like throwing trash like that into the conversation and kind of ruining anyone's ability to just take a fair stance and hey, I didn't like this. Here's why I'm not part of this group over here, but I didn't like it. That's okay. Um, and that's, that's that just sucks too. Um also hi to Patrick. Uh thanks for filling in for me a little little ways back. Uh you did a great job. Thank
0: you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So and that's I mean, even here where I think we very much strive to have civil discourse about these types of things. And we have disagreed before and we explain why we just kind of move on with our lives. Like anyone should, but um, I, you know, even here, like, and we're doing something star Wars related. It's just, I don't feel for it uh, on, you know, for any new content they're releasing to, engage with it and engage with other fans about it um and then that's on top of you know things that i don't think they're doing well within the media itself yeah i i'm I'm kind of like ewan mcgregor at the beginning of this or obi-wan at the beginning of this series (laughs) (laughs) it's how i pretty much feel about star wars as a whole just that's, that's, beaten that's,
0: downtrodden
1: yeah that's not a spoiler that, that was in the trailer um yeah so yeah that's that's where i'm at i mean that's fair <laughs> so i wanted to get that off my chest because i it's been on my mind we've talked I've, we've done several episodes now about star wars media and i just think it needed to be addressed and there it is now we're now back to our show
0: yeah so why don't we get into our spoiler free thoughts jesse and just go from see where the and see where the force takes us
1: well would you like to guide us through this first portion of the episode oh jedi master yeah sure
0: i'm definitely going to be a sith lord on this episode um let let the hate flow through you (laughs) (laughs) yes uh Pain leads to suffering. Uh, And there was a lot of, I feel like there was a lot of suffering during this. I, I vehemently did not like, uh, there's that old uh, SpongeBob episode where they're dicking around in Sandy's spaceship, I think. Um, And this is like, this is, this is where my mind went to. Um, And Patrick and uh, SpongeBob are dicking around and, at one point they like he's like oh you got your peanut butter in my my toothpaste or something like that right something uh-huh. something real dumb like that sure. um, and that's I, I remember turning to lindsay at one point and being like uh they got a lot of uh <laughs> they got a lot of leia in my uh, obi-wan kenobi show um yeah which is just kind of it makes me feel weird about like the whole like setup and introduction of leia and obi-wan and new hope because it's like she's like oh you helped my you helped my father in the wars blah blah blah, all this type of stuff and it's just like she wouldn't mention it does she and i'm like and i was so frustrated by so many parts like i apparently blocked out stuff that she didn't know his name And also it's kind of weird that she didn't know his name. And then like they, it's just like a whole thing. I'm just like, why are, it was kind of interesting. I wanted to see Obi-Wan Kenobi dealing with being Obi-Wan Kenobi in this post uh, post Republic um, current empire world. And now we have him gallivanting like he would like any other Jedi time, fun excitement around the galaxy and it just felt weird to me. And the girl actor was annoying. I, that's not her fault. I think she was written a particular way. Um, for, for Leia or for, yeah, for Leia. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, that might be the fever, uh, getting things confused. I, I Um, sure. Cause there's multiple
1: uh, ladies in this show. So,
0: yeah, Leia. Um, so I, um <clears throat> so yeah, I was just kind of like i I don't think it's bad i don't i don't wanna like make it sound like I'm crapping on this like what is she eleven year old actor or something like that um yeah, i think sorry ten she was ten uh, I don't wanna feel like i'm bad mouthing her, but she's real sassy um real kind of annoying um and you know it's just also the security for her is real bad um i know that's a little spoilery but blame of the fever um and yeah so just it's frustrating just kind of watching this like being like okay i wanted obi-wan kenobi show and then we're spending a bunch of time with like leia and her introduction to the galaxy and her storyline and it's like well if we wanted to do Princess Leia show, then just do a Princess Leia show. Like, just do one of those. Don't spend all this time on this and act like you're going to you know give Obi-Wan this like whole his own story when it's really just uh, he's not, he's not even like the driving force in his own story. It's this yes, adorable little girl, but also
1: just kind of upsetting i don't know well and i don't mind the premise of him being you know very downtrodden and disconnected from his old life he meets another jedi and he's like dude just get the fuck away from me go <laughs> go to literally anything else um while i'm just living in exile here and i don't mind the The call to get him back into the fight, essentially, or at least be helpful or be an ally for the resist the rebellion, is you know Bail or Organa reaching back out to him because this is one of the only friends he has left, basically. um, For some, for some, you know, come do your Jedi stuff and help us out here. I just I don't like when they trying Skywalkers for the sake of roping in the skywalkers into the story because they literally cannot figure out anything else it's like Vince McMahon booking Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns for the 15th time it's it's been done people come up with something new so that yeah that I don't like that and I because it it undercuts too like you said the lore that's already been established and it doesn't make sense why these characters wouldn't remember that at another pivotal point in their lives yeah like it's It's dumb
0: yeah it's just kind of a little frustrating and dumb and just i look at it and go like okay cool like i'm happy we Again, can't get away from the fucking skywalkers. The skywalkers are the like this fucking sand planet. These fucking uh, these fucking skywalkers just fucking up the galaxy, left, right, and center. Um, always, always, they're always doing it.
1: They're really, they're a menace to society. They really should just be exiled and just leave them somewhere
0: yeah exactly right yeah they should we just be done with the skywalkers
1: Um, um yeah i i yeah i think that's kind of central to a lot of the issues in this show where they had like i think good a good outline for the general story but the execution of that relies too much on characters we've already seen a billion times
0: yeah, it's.
1: Aside from the fact that, like you said, you spent a lot of time not with Obi-Wan and the show it literally used his entire fucking name. So.
0: <laughs> right, right. We spend so much time with Obi-Wan that we don't even. Like we, we don't spend that much time with him. Uh, I mean, I shouldn't say we don't spend that much time with him, but it's just like. There's like. And when we get deeper into the spoilery stuff, I'll I'll mention some other things. But like, it's very clear that there's a lot of writers were like, these will be really cool stories to tell. But it was very easy to tell like, oh, this is what's happening. This character is interacting in this way because of this reason. There's no buildup. There's no wonder here. I know exactly what's going to happen because I can see it a mile away because this is such a dumb trope that they're doing and like how they're staging this I'm, I know exactly what's going to happen. So yeah, it was just one of those things where just sitting there going like, "Okay, yep, we get it. Bad guys, uh bad things, these things downtrodden hero. Can we get on to some cool Star Warsy stuff?" And we did. We got some cool Star Warsy stuff, so I appreciate that much. But it was just a lot of annoying stuff in between that was frustrating
1: for me. It was yeah. It was really a roller coaster, man. Um from scenes that didn't really make sense or serve the story to oh shit, that was awesome. Love that too. Oh now this is dumb again. Why is this dumb again? Why <laughs> why to oh my god, that was fucking great. Where has that been? To ah shit, this this is really dumb too. So I just kept going like that for me. And I think kind of the conclusion that I drew early on is dude, there is no reason why this needs to be six episodes if it's not a full Obi-Wan story. This could have just been a movie. <laughs> Why, why do we need to spend this much time for this story?
0: Yeah, that's, it's a very good point. I, I like this, that kind of that statement of <laughs> it, it could have been its own
1: thing and now it's whatever this is. And it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't have any focus. It bounces around too much between whose story this is supposed to be. And you have a new character on the side, a few new characters actually that we haven't seen before and you don't even in a limited series we don't get a lot of time to make these people a menace and then to also get to know them and maybe have some empathy um and this is really one of the same mistakes thor love and thunder made Uh, way to go disney but um (laughs)
0: I'm sensing a common denominator there, Jesse.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, But we need to feel these people as a threat, especially in a show that already has Darth Vader. Um, So we need to feel why they are to be a presence to be feared. And then if one of these characters has trauma and is, you know, if things like that then well we need to get time to we need to spend some time to get to know these people um as well and that you just don't have a lot of trying to squeeze the skywalkers into this thing and then make them a fairly central part of the story um and i just yeah i it's not well organized here it it seems like there were a lot of voices trying to get things into this and no one was really steering the train to uh, make sure only only the things that needed to be in here were in here.
0: Yeah. Um, can I just uh, and again, this might be my 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 fever talking. Um, but Can I share one little thought that just popped into my head when you were like squeeze the skywalkers in again?
1: Um, yeah, I'm sure a lot of fever <laughs> thoughts popped into your head when I said that. So um,
0: so this is really weird. Mind keep keep on track with me keep on target there's an episode in futurama where they go to the college uh they go to mars which is a a college place and bender joins his old fraternity robot house and um it's like a parody of um animal um animal house animal house thank you wow um and the dean goes robot house yeah um That's what I just thought of when you were talking about like, oh, getting the Skywalkers again. It's like Skywalker house. (laughs) It's just all, all, they're always just the fucking menaces, man.
1: Yeah. And they don't really have any grand stories of their own that are being told in this series. Um, And even if they did, this is supposed to be about, fucking kenobi man i mean people waited a long time to see you and mcgregor portray this character again because he was one of the bright spots of the prequels maybe the bright spot um i thought the sand was a bright spot of it <laughs> not uh, it depends on your perspective <laughs> oh. um and you know that was something that's like well i mean mcgregor i don't know if he actually ages like the rest of us do or not. But uh, he's older now. He's closer to the Alec Guinness, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's excited about portraying the Alec Guinness version, or at least kind of mapping out how he got to that version of the character. Like, obviously, he's really excited to come back for that. So this should be an easy slam dunk, if you can give him some good writing and a good art from start to finish. I thought they had... Again, some ideas that made sense to me for what should be in an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie or show set in that time period. How they got there was bumpy as fuck, and I did not always enjoy the ride, and that's primarily what I'm going to remember from this. Even though, ultimately, I think we wound up where we were supposed to, getting there was not great
0: that feels like there's kind of two competing stories happening here, which I feel could have been told separately with a small amount of tweaks and they could have made two very good shows, but yeah. they decided to slam them to this, they decided to slam two together and that or slam these ideas together. Like they, I shouldn't say decided to, they probably wrote these out, but they could have separated these out and expanded the star Wars extended universe, cinematic uh, digital, whatever the, you know, the, whatever we call this crap now, because they've exiled a bunch of the other Star Wars stuff to the back lot. Um, Yeah. But it feels like we could have spent a little bit more time with some of these other new characters, and given Obi-Wan Kenobi, the title character, more time to actually be Obi-Wan Canary. uh, Obi-Wan Canary? Jesus.
1: Obi-Wan Canary.
0: canary. (laughs) Obi-Wan Canary. Oh, God. This is the most talking I've done in, like, Probably days, um, and they feels like they wanted to spend more time focusing on a bunch of little things and uh, stuff that they can like put on lunchboxes and stuff, or characters that they can now come back to when they're like, oh, well, we need to throw this in here. How are we gonna how are we gonna interact with this character? Oh, we'll make them, you know, this adorable robot. Because we're Star Wars, we have to have an adorable robot that means something. So sure.
1: Gotta sell toys.
0: So it just feels like we're doing real paint paint by numbers Disney stuff now, where it's like we have to have an adorable robot that people will latch on to. Yep. We have to um, have a cool lightsaber fight, which I appreciate. Don't get me wrong. I yep. love a good lightsaber fight. But it just feels like they're throwing these in after the fact and or or trying to build set pieces like that and then try to fill them like fill in the colors afterwards yeah like not everyone's communicating because certain points don't make sense um and like certain actions make zero sense when you're like why aren't you doing something about this moment like come on he's right there you're not that bad of a shot
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah leaning into a lot of the same tropes that you know star wars even before disney has leaned into you know since its inception um so it just doesn't feel like we get really that much that's new here and yeah i think even you know having hayden christensen back is darth vader i don't know that he was given a ton of great scenes either um I thought some of the I didn't hate uh, Vader in this show I, I thought he was okay I thought some of the things that he did they kind of threw in there for shock and awe um, <laughs> and then they would you know have maybe some dialogue and I'd be like oh well fuck that's diabolical I love <laughs> that <laughs> with Darth Vader so that's cool and then, that was just how it was for me man everywhere was like i love that i don't necessarily agree with that that's real dumb uh can we just like figure out what we're doing here (laughs) yeah
0: It, it it really does feel like a lot of like that yeah there was plenty of times and i think this is to indicate this too at one point we were watching it and Lindsay was just like do i need to do we need to turn this off is it making you too angry and i was like no it's just i was like i'm interested to see where it goes but there's these parts that just make me mad that this is what i like this isn't what i thought when i was going to get an obi-wan kenobi story yeah. and i know that's real selfish of me as a fan as a person um and you know a Bye. lot of why is that selfish? I don't know because I feel selfish because I feel bad that it's like you know it's it's such a bad it feels like because nowadays people are like, uh, you shouldn't say these types of things." Um, they, you know, it's not your movie. It's not your uh, work. It's not you know. Obviously, it wasn't meant for you, or you missed the message, or something. But it's just I you know you, I go through these things, and I'm looking at this, and I'm just like. I, again, I got a lot of Leia in my Obi-Wan Kenobi movie and or in my Obi-Wan Kenobi story. And I wasn't expecting to get a lot of Leia in my Obi-Wan Kenobi story. And I'm kind of upset about that.
1: I don't think she was even in any of the marketing that much for it. They really made it seem like it's going to be a straight, like, sequel to the prequels, essentially. We have our two key players from that back. There's going to be other people who were present in those movies as well who are g- going to be part of this too. And then we have these new characters. And that's it. Like, that's all they really marketed. And it's going to be about him coming to you know face his failure, reckon with his past, and try and figure out what he's going to do with the rest of his life. Like, that's really it um and i feel like they did a similar thing with book of boba fett too like i think they mismarketed that show and didn't reveal that oh no there's going to be all these other stories in this and it feels like they're bait and switching with popular characters to get us to watch and then like let's tell these other things real quick because we need to sell toys or Oh, we're gonna do another spinoff of this and need to set it up somehow. And no, I I'm with you, man. I I don't really like what they're doing. Again, it feels like we're only here to make money.
0: Yeah. And and in fairness, like I enjoyed Book of Bubba Fett more than I enjoyed this because at least I feel like that spent a lot more time specifically on Bubba Fett than this spent on anything related to Obi-Wan Kenobi in the same way. Like, but, at the, least...
1: The pitfall, that is, that actor is not nearly as confident and that character is not as interesting. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, very true. It was one of those moments of just like... <laughs> yeah. No.
1: Well, but yeah, no, I, I, can, I can get that. I mean, they definitely... He did not feel like as you said, he was always driving his story. In parts he did, but he's the protagonist, or so we were led to believe, because the show's fucking named after him. <laughs> that he'd be always driving the action in some way. I don't
0: know. I mean, maybe not necessarily. I mean, you know, modern-day protagonists are hard and complicated characters to interact with, understand.
1: Um, but still, yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know. The non spoiler section is over. We are entering the possibly more volatile spoiler section, so feel free to stick around if you already saw it or if you just don't give a shit about having things spoiled for you. You've been warned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, I don't have a problem with, again... I, I say the protagonist should always be driving the plot. That doesn't necessarily mean they must be determining at every waking moment what's going to happen to them next. Like, no, I'm going to decide to get back into the rebellion on my own or I'm you know, going to reach out to this person or whatnot. Think, I mean, things can happen to them and they need a little push sometimes to get moving again and to like be the person they're supposed to be again. Um, Sometimes they need that motivation based on where they start, but should always be part of the narrative in this that were it wasn't so much him determining that as he was having to play babysitter and she was determining everything that was happening. That's not what we signed up for. yeah again you got got a lot of lay in my obi-wan kenobi and i i agree that i didn't love how she was written i think it's fine if leia is a little sassy in childhood because leia was a little sassy in the original trilogy so that came from somewhere but um yeah but i mean it's probably overly done um so that's not great but i also don't like even scenes that she's in are stupid when it has nothing to do with her. Like she's running through the woods trying to escape those bounty hunters or whatever. And they're running into t- It's, it's just dumb. like, it, it feels very Disney.
0: Well, Jesse, I have a, an internet thing that I saw that, uh, in people's response to that, um, that I'd like to share okay. to that particular complaint. Okay. Um, they're trying. We got to remember, Jesse. They aren't trying to hurt her. Sure. They don't want to hurt her because they're trying to capture her. That's the that's the response to that situation that I saw online pop up a lot. Um, I think that's a dumb statement because it it still doesn't make sense why they're running so like goofy. Like it literally feels like sometimes they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you." Ha, ha, ha. And it's just like, why, why are you running like that? Stop it. This, this makes me think of like stranger danger, less <laughs> just
1: run. How you normally run, get the job over with. Fuck. Yeah.
0: Like it's if you capture really her, hard. if you capture her, she'll stop running and potentially alert some other guards. Yeah. Just throwing it out there.
1: Have, have a little urgency. Yeah. So no, people who say stuff like that, I'm sorry. They're, probably in denial and just want to believe anything i i hate that star wars so often makes what are supposed to be menacing elite tier level antagonists look like a bunch of fucking morons that should, shouldn't even be in this fight in the first place
0: <laughs> yeah i i agree there's so many times like most recently too it's just like okay cool and we'll touch on that here in a second uh-huh. um the other issue I have with, uh, like, there's the tried-and-true joke about, um, we're talking about badly written moments, uh, the whole moments where uh, Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi are facing off against each other, right? And then uh, there's that really cool lightsaber battle. They're doing a whole thing. Um, you know, Obi-Wan is having horrific flashbacks to when he fucked up as a mentor because luke was fucking crazy even back then and he was too dumb to see anything about it um and they do the whole battle they get to that point where there's like oil on the ground and then they get like separated by the oil right or whatever it is the gas there's a giant river of fire fire okay they can see across it okay yeah And not a single fucking stormtrooper lifts a blaster to shoot him? I know you're bad at aim, guys, but he's only a few feet away. Take a few pop shots at him. Like, why are you just standing there? He's going to force choke you when you get back to the Death Star because you didn't do anything. You're all a bunch of effing idiots.
1: Yeah, at the very least, like... If you're going to go that route, at least have, like, one or two guys shooting at him. Maybe right. actually wings him. And then maybe he burns, to right. like, he force chokes another guy. Like, make it, make yeah, it exactly. cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, make it interesting. Make it, like, understandable why they aren't shooting at him. Like, right. you know, one guy shoots off and another guy goes, don't do that. That's Those are, you know, explosive barrels or something like do something to make it believable that no one in this several man unit that's here right after vader gets knocked down they're staring across each other from the fire like make something that makes me go oh that's why they're not shooting not
1: why aren't they shooting at him he's right there Yeah. shoot at him it's just i don't think anyone who's worked on this series has ever seen a good fugitive story because these issues occurred and or presented themselves in a variety of ways like when he obi-wan and leia are on the run essentially and they're like taking that 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 shuttle or that that tractor or whatever the fuck it is (laughs) um and he is not in disguise or concealing his identity really in any way shape or form like he's a bad fugitive to begin with at least shave your beard or your head or something, man. <laughs> um, make it make it kind of challenging on them. Um, but then, like, they board the fucking, <laughs> they get on the transport with them, and none of these stormtroopers like, oh shit, that's obviously the guy that we all got those hologram pictures of. That he must be Obi Wan, or at the very least, one guy. You know, this a little too gun ho about it and wants to prove himself like, yeah, let's just take him in and figure it out. Like, they just they don't react in logical ways. Though. So they're just morons in every scenario. And it's it's very disappointing to see. Yeah. And
0: there is like a moment of tense. See, that's the thing you're talking about, like they're being dumb, but also there is like this kind of cool moment of tenseness that happens well, in there where they're like. Oh, they might recognize us, they might not recognize us, that type of thing. Sure. But then it kind of just gets washed away in a second, and you're just like, oh, oh, okay, cool. So yeah, that brief moment didn't was wasn't really
1: necessary. And you know, that's really where I think a lot of the problems with the show started with me when he went on that mission. Um I think where we started again was fine, like he can have some random ass meatpacking job or whatever the fuck he's doing like he's got to eat somehow and he's not doing Jedi shit so he needs he needs some money um, so that's fine um, he's not living where he was keep an eye on Luke he has a relationship with uh, uncle Owen which I thought made sense it always clicked for me that well owen probably knows more about ben than he's letting on to luke so fine that's great he doesn't want him around his nephew i don't certainly don't want you training him to be a jedi like you trained his father because that was a big disaster so, <laughs> yeah you fucked like, up was, there yeah that was that was a great line It it's like yeah that's that's what i think owen would say t- to kenobi in that situation so good on you writers that that's a good one And, you know, again, I don't mind uh, Organa being the one that, you know, reaches out to him for help. I just hate that it has to be to rescue his daughter. You can't. This guy's a fucking senator. He's one of the key figures (laughs) of the rebellion. You can't think of any other way, any other reason he would reach out to Kenobi. Yeah. The fuck?
0: I mean, and then I like the, like they do like a little bit of hand wavy away where they're just like, well, I can't reach out to anybody else. And it's just like, sure. you could, but, but why, why, why does it have to be this former Jedi that has to do it? Like why exactly him? Yeah. And then they just never really explain why it had to be exactly him. And I was just like, all right, okay.
1: And it, It all boils back to me for what's said in A New Hope and what these characters know then and what has shaped them leading up to that point involved in either of their lives. They only had passing knowledge of him. So it doesn't make any sense that he and Leia would have spent all this time together and she would have grown attached to him and consider him basically a friend and then Not acknowledge that when she's writing him a fucking message to get back into the rebellion again years later um and it doesn't make any sense that fucking uh, luke wouldn't remember some of these weird things that happened to him so it should just be they if they're going to be in this show cast an extra she sees Obi-Wan on Alderaan one time. Oh, years ago, you helped my father in the Clone Wars. <laughs> Easy. And then Luke is, you know, an extra, fine. And then at the very end, he gives him that toy that he's, yeah, that he then has in A New Hope. So he knows of him. He's met him. They don't really have a relationship. You might think he's a nice guy because he gave him a toy years later, <laughs> or years ago. Like, that's a pretty typical adolescent thing to think. So cool. Yeah. It's (laughs) it's not hard. It it it's pretty basic stuff and I don't a dick not ripping on the writers, but it's just it's so frustrating to see them not respect the lore a little more in ways that make sense, especially when you're shoehorning these same characters in here again. And It Rob's McGregor of what should have been like his real standout moment as that character. And they kind of took that away from him and that's frustrating.
0: Yeah, it's, I don't know. I just look at it and go like, cool. Why, why are we here? Why are we doing this exact thing? Like, okay, cool. We, we, we have to advance this specific story that you guys clearly want to tell above anything else that's Uh going on. And so we're going to do it this way. All right. Cool. Fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's do what we've always done (laughs) instead of thinking of literally anything original or new. His general arc, like, it's fine that he starts and he's not part of the rebellion and is pretty, you know, traumatized by what happened. And then at the end he's obviously back to being himself again. But and I I think him helping redeem a Jedi is a good way to go about it if he's kind of accepting that he's lost Anakin, which he did, uh once he found out he was still alive, which I thought was kind of weird, but uh, <clears throat> I uh, I think that that makes sense. That well, to make up for this failure, I've redeemed someone else. Oh, I can still you know be useful and actually contribute to the rebellion and the return of peace and all that in my own way. So I'm gonna do that. So that that was fine. I just even their relationship was kind of weird. I'm sorry, I forget the Grand Inquisitor's name. That's not a reflection on her. I'm just bad with that sort of thing.
0: Um, uh, wait, the one that became Grand Inquisitor, the one that was Grand Inquisitor, the one or that
1: became Grand Inquisitor
0: and then stopped becoming Grand Inquisitor because she didn't kill the right guy, yeah. Something. Or he, 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 he came back and didn't die when he got stabbed. Uh, yeah, it's um.
1: Yeah, they they pulled a real Papa from Stranger Things move there.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, Riva, no, wait, hold on. Which? Oh, yeah. So uh, Riva Serdara. I don't know. Yeah, I know which character you're talking about. The angry, the angry, the angry Inquisitor who clearly, clearly has no ties whatsoever to Anakin Skywalker. And he killed all my friends, because that's definitely not hard foreshadowed.
1: Yeah, I they did the same. That was a real love and thunder move again. Like, let us know the villain. Like you said, let us get to know the villain before you humanize them in any way. So they can be a menacing presence and make us feel like there's some actual danger for the protagonist. We know there's not. We know he's he's obviously going to survive. So how are you going to make this more psychological for him uh, and let these actors really kind of flush those moments out through dialogue and without doing any of the typical Star Warsy stuff? But, you know, that was not to be in this case. Um, I... I thought her character was fine. Um, I just, yeah, that whole Grand Inquisitor's dead. No, he's not. You're part of this. No, you're not really part of this. You're you're fired. You're not fired. Type of thing it was unnecessary. I thought. Um, really, I feel again that this probably would have been a better opportunity to just give her her own show too and not really make her part of this because oh, yeah, she needed so much time to flesh some of these things out and they not only didn't have the time to give her the chasing Obi-Wan and Leia through the streets and it keeps cutting back to the parkour and it's like dude how are you not there yet for <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that and so it's just, it's just, it's very, the force is not balanced with this one. Let me just say that right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think there's just, it's interesting because I feel like her story is so tight. It, it feels like I would rather watch like a whole Inquisitor series yeah. about, um, about them hunting down Jedi. Without yeah. them doing these types of things.
1: Killing Jedi. It should be really savage. Yeah. And
0: the idea it would have if I think it would have been cool to do something where they and this is, you know, budgetary things and all that type of stuff, but also it's fucking Disney. <laughs> they have the money. They don't need to worry about this kind of stuff like other companies do. Um yeah. Uh but. It would have been interesting to see like this like an Obi-Wan story come out, them do a whole thing, maybe just because I love the dark side so much more. But I would have loved to see a whole different show based around just the dark side stuff. So just the Inquisitors that, you know, show, like over a long period of time, it shows that this character is doing something to get a bigger reward. And that's to be able to actually fart, fart. Jesus Christ. Uh, it would be really great to see this character be able to do a bigger fight with Darth Vader because that's what they truly want this entire time and they're
1: really just playing everybody, you know? Yeah. No, it, that would be great. You'd have a lot of backstabbing. It would be kind of like House of Cards except Grand Inquisitors, Sunning <laughs> and Jedi, which that sounds awesome. I'll, I'll watch lightsabers? That. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it just, like... It kept having to diverge away from Kenobi and his story to tell these other important side plots about these characters, and it just didn't have the time. And I think that's a big reason why we got what we got. I also, again, I, I just feel this was an opportunity, although the urge is always there, to do big moments, to have big lightsaber to have all these actiony Star Wars type of you know scenes and you know, Star Wars property because you know money, but uh, <laughs> I think for Obi Wan he needed he's 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 been there and done that. In the prequels like they got three movies of that. This is supposed to be a time in his life where he's you know gradually making transition into being. You know, you know, crazy old Ben out in the hills, but kind of, you know, being a side player in all of this and not being as directly involved, but still learning how to carve out an essential role in the rebellion. And I feel like they kind of just threw him back in there haphazardly without a great reason as to why he was being. You know going going through with all this in the first place beyond an old friend asking him to yeah Uh. Uh, and i thought again mcgregor was good as obi-wan i have always thought that uh, since the prequels i thought he had some lines in this that they thankfully they got a few things right that they gave to him where it reminded me of something Alec Guinness would have said "Is Obi-Wan. Like, you know, there are other ways to fight and, you know, stuff like that to be by the end of this. That's who he is for the rest of his life. He lost a friend. He lost, you know, pretty much everything he had. You know, he had to witness and survive through the fall of the uh, Republic and the rise of the Empire. So he's not winning this with his fucking lightsaber or his Jedi abilities. He, he needs to figure out what his purpose is now. And again, they, they ended there, but how they got there was very haphazard. And it didn't make the lot of sense.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, just kind of felt all over the place at points. And I was just not understanding why they were, mm-hmm. Why they were doing
1: that Why they decided to do that yeah they did the flashback scene with uh obi-wan and anakin i thought that was fine i mean i no no disrespect to christensen but as anakin he's just second rate to me now after seeing the clone wars tv show <laughs> that's the definitive anakin to me now how he's supposed to be portrayed and I just don't love him in that role. I love the fuck out of his line as Darth Vader, where he's like, "No, you didn't. You didn't kill Anakin. I did."
0: Oh <laughs> that was, yeah, this is th- th-
1: fucking great.
0: Yeah this this was this is a pretty good showing for for him. I feel like
1: I was like, "Oh yeah, this is yeah. this is fucking dark." I, all his stuff is, or at least his line. You should have given him more time <laughs> to flesh that out a little more. So yeah, <laughs> their their last fight was it was fine. Um, like it was my favorite lightsaber battle. It wasn't my least favorite. It was kind of somewhere in the middle, probably. Um, but I just all the stuff I loved were the small moments. Really, where you know Obi Wan was just talking to somebody and kind of reckoning with what had happened, accepting past failures. He calls him. I like that he calls him Darth. When he leaves because that's how he called that's what he refers to him as in a new hope he doesn't call him anakin yeah you're only, you're only a master of evil doth so I was like cool makes sense but like that's like the meat of this type of, let us wallow in our misery a little bit here because these characters have been through some shit. and then you know just let them be the central part of it especially the fucking title character what? what's wrong with you guys yeah I don't (laughs) I don't know Uh, those are most of my thoughts I think spoiler based I think the only other one that stood out to me and this is what I'm talking about when I you know say this was a roller coaster I knew uh, Liam Neeson was going to be Qui-Gon in this as soon as they asked him about it. And he said, I'm not doing it unless it's going to be in a movie. And it's like, well, you're already in The Clone Wars, so you're a fucking liar. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so like, yeah, he's, he's definitely in it. I was glad that they saved him to the end. Um, I thought their scene was fine. Um, but I got really emotional seeing them together again because of the nostalgia of it, and because, for better or worse, Michael, the prequels were our generation's Star Wars. It's what was released when we were kids. It's what we grew up with, and that really hit me in a good way, um, and in this, you know, from a nostalgic standpoint. And I have not felt that sort of emotion. For anything prequel related. And I didn't at any point up until then, but that really that got the feels going for me. And I wasn't <laughs> really expecting that.
0: I mean, fair. It I did like that moment. I did like also how it's just like in my mind, I was like, is he just like he's a forest ghost? I know he's a force ghost, but part of me goes like, is he just hallucinating right now? Is he like up <laughs> <in> the sun? <laughs> yeah. It was just so. a, one of those things. It was the internal monologue of the moment because it was just like oh this yep. is kind of fun this is kind of cute but no. yeah yeah.
1: No. so that was cool, and I wish you know I really for anyone who was in the prequels I, I do feel like this is the this is the first bit of media y'all have done since Disney took over that really feels like a fucking direct sequel to the prequel movies. And it's kind of supposed to be those guys that it's their chance at redemption in the eyes of Star Wars fans to deliver something of you know of universal acclaim. And they market it as such. Trailer we talked about, they played the themes from the prequels and it's like, oh dude, this is this is gonna be great. These guys are gonna get a second chance at this and then they threw all this other shit in there, and we just got a, a big, a big mushy pizza delivered to our, <laughs> our front door, and that's never what you want on your pizza. Yeah,
0: there's some good parts. There's some bad parts. It real, it's real pain. Yeah, so it's a real mush of a pie. That yeah. You
1: leave. Uh, just, yeah. <laughs> I disliked it quite as is- much. As you did, I I think because of I I had moments like that that really affected me. But I also wanted him to come back and, you know, reprise this role for a long time. I know it was a slam dunk, even though they chunked it again. So it's it's a letdown, man. I'm not sure I don't know that I'll be revisiting this anytime soon. And it really should have just been a movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It should have just been uh, like just a Disney plus special movie. Like that's, that's all it should have been. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I mean, we talked about this last week briefly, but when your favorite like franchises keep letting you down, you know, especially under this, you know, mouse with the house umbrella essentially it's pretty simple when your favorite franchises are letting you down time and time again you just kind of start to get tired of you know you just kind of get fatigued on that stuff and you do want to just you know watch a new movie like when we saw nope last week and like again that's i think this show and my disappointment overall probably that was all the more reason why I was excited to go see something else for a change. So, yeah.
0: I mean, fair, man. Fair. <laughs> so, yeah.
1: Too bad. <laughs> uh,
0: another swing and a miss for the House of Mouse. So, it's not been a
1: great year for House of Mouse. Yeah. From, a, from a quality standpoint i'm sure they're making more than they ever have so yay america
0: <laughs> yeah Oof. um
1: yeah this just
0: a it, again just an another good string of disappointment <laughs>
1: it's like going to little caesars <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. Um, I mean, Jesse, if you're okay with it, I think we can wrap it up here. Yeah.
1: I have a bad feeling about this if we continue. So let's let's stop. <laughs>
0: Perfect. All right. Uh thank you so much for listening to Hit the Real, the podcast where we talk about the entertainment that we consume and what we really think about it. Uh we try to get this podcast out weekly, usually on Saturdays, sometimes on Sundays. It's depending on how much I'm doing that weekend. And also if I'm horrifically sick. Um, So uh, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And uh, Hey, if we got something wrong during this um, uh, episode, like they should have brought in Darth Maul at some point and it would have fixed everything or insert other wonderful fan uh, creation because that's what it feels like. The only way we can get good thoughts out anymore about these things is with fan thoughts. Um, send us an email at hit the real at gmail.com. Again, that's hit the real podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and also feel free to take a look at our Patreon description of the episode. And I've said, and like a thousand times, Holy cow. I need to go lay down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like always, Hey, Keep it real.